Welcome to the Punchbowl Diaries, where two Southern women come together to discuss business, faith, family, and everything in between. Yeah, so pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, because there is always a seat for you at our table. You are back for season two of the Punchbowl Diaries. My name is Lee, and I have my fabulous co-host, April. And y'all, today, we are just catching you up on who we are. Because if you're new here, you don't know us. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, my name is Lee, but across from me, I have my fabulous co-host, April. So she's going to kick it off. Who are you? Tell us. What do you do? All right. I'm so happy you're listening in. This is season two. Um, as we kick off season two, we wanted to give you a little sneak peek. And yeah, I thought it was a great time for us to just kind of reintroduce ourselves. So I am April. I own Yoga Studio 90, which is, I love it. It's my, it's been, it started out as a passion, um, a way of life for me, yeah. uh, practicing hot yoga for a lot of reasons. You'll have to go back and listen to episode <laughs> one. Um, and then it turned into a business and it has brought me so much joy to help individuals, men, women, teenagers, students. Um, Shoot, I took my nine-year-old. Yes. Like, girl, get up in there and get some hot yoga. <laughs> yes, to get in the best physical shape, mental shape. It just, there's so many incredible benefits. So that is what I'm doing most of the time, you know, to pay the utility bill. <laughs> and then I'm a mom to three. I'm a wife to an amazing man. And I... um spend a lot of time taking care of my family like you. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm also an only child and my parents run a small business, a little boutique hotel. It's a little small bed and breakfast in Natchez, Mississippi. And they are very involved in the city. They do lots of, a couple of events a year and I am required to be there. Okay. So, um, but then this, this (laughs) is one of my favorite jobs being here with you and just podcasting, sharing what happens in real life. I hope that we always keep it real and leave people better than we found them. So that is April Hill. Lee Moss, <laughs> tell everybody what you're doing when you're not on this microphone with me. Right. Well, I mean, a little of everything. Um, it turns out I have a ton of interests and a ton of hobbies and I am a, I would say, I used to say that I was a realtor which I am a realtor. Let me own that. (laughs) I am a realtor. That is what my daily job is. But I'm more so an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. broadly uh, sense of the word. I am an entrepreneur because we own a real estate company. We own an event facility in Natchez, Mississippi. And we uh, also own a network group called Influential Batners Business Women's Network. And I podcast and I do interior design and I love to curate my Instagram. <laughs> I want to be hashtag influencing all of the design. <laughs> hashtag influencer. Uh, so I kind of do a little bit of everything now. Yes. So business ownership and momming. Mm-hmm. So there's not much extra time. You know, somebody this weekend, we had a big event at my office and I was like taking all the pictures. They're like, girl, you should be a photographer. I'm like, when? Yeah, I am. You're like, I am. I'm taking your picture right now. Right now. Jeez. (laughs) Like when? But yeah, predominantly a business owner in all sense of the word. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. What are your hobbies, April? Outside of podcasting. If we weren't here, what are you doing? I enjoy 
curating my home. Yes. And I love, I have That's found, a buzzword from yeah, last year. Yes. Curate. Yes, 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 yes. I love to be in my home. I like antiques. I like old um, prints, old sketches. I love landscapes um, in the world of art. So I like to move things around and take things that I already have move it around and make a a new space fresh. Yes, which that's such a good way to repurpose your home without spending a dollar. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes for me, I need that like itch to redecorate, but I don't always want to spend the money to do it. Yes, yes, yes. But if you just shuffle around your stuff. Right, it's new again. Yes, it's new again. And so like our foyer, every year, it's either going to have a piece that I got from Scott, Louisiana at an antique store, my favorite antique store. It's called Revival Mm -hmm. Antique. I got this massive chest, which has a skeleton key lock on the front. Yes. And it has a hidden compartment inside. It's wild. And it's like solid, like heavy as lead from 1778. (gasps) Oh, you know, I love it. Um, But at any given time, I either have that in my foyer or a church pew that I got out of Covington. I love but a church But I switch pew. it up depending, because when I feel the itch to redecorate, I just swap the furniture. I love that. Because Same. Then, Same. I love them both equally, but I don't have space for both. Well, what's funny about this is I don't have space or the, my husband is not the person to, <laughs> to, to move things around. But my mom moves things around all the time. Yes. It's so fun. All the time. I love She's, it. I do not do that as much. I <laughs> like right now, I already know in my mind, there are little pockets of time on my calendar. I have to give attention to Jack Everett's room yes. because we have moved out of toddler. We are now big boy. He just turned five. Shout Yay! out to my angel baby. And yesterday literally was his birthday. And so, <laughs> so it's a big moment. I've got to like clear out space right. and I want him to be content with what he has. <laughs> and um, so he's got to be able to see it. Right. Right. You do brain boxes. I started brain boxes. Shout out to How's the show going? He loves it. Good. He loves it. But you see, it's all about, it's just like being an adult. We want what's fresh. Right. Our eyes are drawn to what's new on the shelf. I have to do that for him. Yeah. They I have do. to do that for everybody. It's a merchandise. I literally <laughs> have to freaking merchandise. And that was yeah. not, that was not in the, um, mm-hmm. When I was signing up to be a parent, I didn't no. know that I also had to be a good merchandiser. I didn't merchandise my stuff. <laughs> they didn't. They're like, get outside and play. Beat it. Uh-huh. But <laughs> no. now our neighborhoods are not as safe, so we don't just <laughs> right. send them out there by themselves and say, come home at dark. No, 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 no. Now no, we no, have no. a brain box <laughs> that we have <laughs> curated. Correct. Correct. <laughs> that buzzword that we have curated yes. brain boxes for our yes. kids. You're better than me. I don't curate anything. I'm like, there's a trampoline. Roll out. Um, but one day, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um I would also like to say you would just mention how you love like all the old stuff and all the old furniture and how you like to redo your home, just kind of shuffle around what you already have. Do you remember I texted you literally yesterday and I was like, April, I should need to take a mental health day yes. and I need to go to the antique district in Denham Springs and I want to bob and weave out of every single store down in the antique district. Alone. Alone, I want to go smell the, the wood. stuff. I, love I want to it. smell the wood, the books, the tchotchkes. I said, I want to go smell it and I want to dream about where they came from. Mm-hmm. Because truly, if you want to know me, to know me is to know that I love an old house. I love an old furniture. I love an old person. Anything vintage if old. If it's vintage and has historic, a history. I want it. Mm-hmm. And most recently, my newest passion 
I didn't even know I had a passion for this, but apparently I do, is we have that historic building in downtown Natchez. Well, we've been hosting teas Mm -hmm. and collecting china for these teas. Turns out it's very fun. Oh, very fun. Like, very fun. (laughs) So now I'm an estate sale junkie. Oh. I always liked an estate sale. I've always been an estate sale. Yes, you are. That is my jam. That is like therapy to me. Yes. Tell me when you go. I I will. And I love, and I love any antique store. Like, that to me... It puts me in a, you know, it puts me in a different time. It takes me to a different place and it helps me to appreciate my life even more because the person that held that saucer did not have the convenience as I do no. today Yes, or the freedoms. Correct. That's why I like kind of thinking about where it came from. What was that history yes. and have that appreciation and gratitude for that piece And then also gratitude for where we are today. Yes. And so I love it. Like truly, if you know me, that's what I want. Yes. On my birthday, I want to take a drive (laughs) to an old city and I want to go look at an old house. That's what I did for my birthday this year. No, I went to see a house in New Roads. I was like, Lenny, take me to the sugarcane field and let me go look at old houses and then take me to my mama's down in New Roads. Have you been there? I love it. That's one of my favorite restaurants. Girl. It has been a minute too. Like I'm due for a meal there. Well, you know, my family is from New Roads, my grandmother and grandfather. I've been waiting on you to invite me. To the old country? <laughs> Girl, let's go to the old country. I'll take you to Lakeland Church, oh, which is where they got married, yes. which is so cool. And then all my little family is buried in the cemetery. Gosh, yes. And then we can take you to see their family homes and also my mama's. Love it. Because it's on the water. Okay, so I know I'm rambling, but I'm going to jump off into the (laughs) ditch right here. But this is um, a near and dear topic to me. So you know that you mentioned the family cemetery. Yes. And you know that I recently, and if you're new here, I recently hosted Thanksgiving at my house for our extended family on my mother's side. And it was fabulous. And now that you know, I love old people and old things, as does Lee. Um, we hosted this couple. They're in their 80s. Yes. Well, she's not quite there. They're not listening, but that's okay. I wouldn't want to insult anyone, but you would never know their age. Yeah. They are incredibly healthy, praise God. Well, I learned through them uh-huh. about my aunt. It would be my great aunt. Yeah. That's just one generation above, you know, my aunt, yeah. aunt and how they have all cared for like I'm talking from maintenance to aesthetics, the family cemeteries. <gasps> it is one of the most beautiful stories. So I'm taking my kids wow. in January. And so we See, I love that. We've done a lot of research. Actually, um a cousin who passed away about five years ago did tons of research on our on our the family line and genealogy. And so these are the last two standing before my mom. Um, that know all the history. So yes. we know the family that came over on the May, the Mayflower and the it's struggles real. they endured. What? And look, you'll see you this at my mom's house. I've already heard it, and I heard, I like to hear it again. Oh, me too. There's some stories I want to hear. Annually. I want to hear over and over. But the cousin who didn't who passed away a couple of years ago gave my mom and I something that is incredible. She put my face my mama's face, my grandmother's face, and then the three grandmothers ahead. Oh, the so I'm like the sixth generation. 
Now my girls will be added. What? Yes. And we have that framed in my mom's front parlor at the Magnolia Cottage. Oh, girl, I'm going to the parlor this But weekend. it is, <laughs> it was so interesting to me. So, so cool. the thing about the, I mean, girl, ain't no 30-year-old interested in cemeteries. But as you right get here. older, but she is. She's not 40 yet. <laughs> well, she just turned I just it. Turned. Never mind. <laughs> but it is the most beautiful visual story and it's all about legacy which is that, a big yes. value to me Same. so no wonder i'm like hanging on in my kids even but even my kids pulled up a seat and got into the story because they were learning my heart. and then i kid you not our children, for those of you that are not that are not new to us, that are new to us, <laughs> our kids go to the same Catholic school. And one of the most beautiful things about the school to me is the cemetery. Yes. And my carpool line now that I'm now on a different one, I drive along the cemetery. Wait. Oh yeah, that's because I used to yeah, not yeah. be over there. Remember? That's, true. that's right. I drive along the cemetery. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it's shaded in the trees because you know weird. I love me the trees. <laughs> but. I kid you not, we get out of the Thanksgiving break, we're back to school, and all of my kids were like, Mama, someone dressed the cemetery. They now have a, it brought their eyes to be aware, it brought their little hearts to pay attention to someone, someone was just laid out there. Yeah. And we need to honor that. And look, they've brought this. So I want to go to the, um, is it the Salvants or the Mandas? Oh, gosh, yes. The New Orleans one? The cemetery, girl, that you just told me about. Oh, that one. In the old country. Okay, sorry. Uh, It's just, it's not our family. I mean, our family is there. It's not just our family. Okay, but it's not just your, okay, I misunderstood. Now, now look, this is not where I thought the episode was going to go today. That's Uh, that's what happens in the punch bowl. (laughs) Lots of ingredients. We do have on my dad's side. So the old country in New Roads is my mom's side. Okay, that's what but I thought. But in my dad's side, New the New Orleans vein, they have an above ground tomb. Yes, baby. Okay. So dating back to the 1800s. Yes. So all the family that has died from 20, well, hmm, it'll come out, this episode will come out in 2023. Yeah. Cause we're going to, yeah, I'm thinking of like, when will this come out? Should I say 24, 23? It's okay. Okay. So in t- as of 2023, <laughs> From from now back dating into the 1800s, everybody has been buried in this tomb, an above ground tomb in New Orleans. It's right by Commander's Palace in New Orleans. I know, I know that cemetery. So, and for those of y'all who are not um, native to Louisiana, we have above ground tombs because, because we're below the sea level. <laughs> we're below sea level. <laughs> And it's a very, very interesting thing to see. It is very interesting because all the tombs are above ground, and the and it's kind of beautiful. You got to don't don't be judging until you get no, over no, here no. to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but we've got is that where you going, Lee? I don't think so. I'll probably go with my husband, but that's where my mom is going. <gasps> don't that's you love knowing? Don't you love knowing that? Mm-hmm. See, there's something sweet about that. Okay, I didn't mean yes. to get us off into the cemetery, <laughs> but there is something. There's something special it is significant about it it's true so that's and very southern very okay. southern and actually i have a book i'll have to post a picture of it because <laughs> we're going to drop this episode on monday <laughs> i'll have to we have a whole book of our family cemetery and all the family in the cemetery back into the 1800s isn't that something i love that isn't that crazy so yeah um in a nutshell <laughs> to bring us back full circle Oh, we like all things old, me and you. We love the Lord. We're old souls. Yeah, and when I'm not on the podcast and I'm not teaching in my studio, I am typically having deep conversations with Jesus. Same. From asking and requesting and petitioning help to parent 
That's where my current need is, big time. Not that it is is not ever, but I need more direction. And I need his presence to give me the words that I don't already have. Same. I'm specifically right now praying because I was reading my Bible earlier this week and I was reading the passage in the gospel talking about if you have faith the size of a mustard mustard seed, you can command the mountain to move and it will move. And I have read that gospel reading a million times. What a great refresher. Thank you. What I'm struggling with is as I was reading it this week, the Lord very clearly said to me, command your mountain to move. And I have, and when he said that, like when I was reading the Bible and he was telling me, you, I'm talking to you, you command your mountain to move. And I've sat there and I remember praying in that moment. I'm like, father, I'm not going to command anything of you. That feels weird to be like, do this because I said so. And that's not what he meant, Yeah, but have the faith and the courage to boldly pray and command the mountain to move, standing on faith. And so I've been wrestling all week with, how do you command the Lord? Well, you're not commanding the, the Lord, you're commanding the mountain. The mountain. And it ha- and you have the authority to command it because of Him who lives in you. He paid a big price to give yeah. you that authority. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So wow. because of who lives in you gives you the authority. Just like it's hard for me sometimes to imagine that I am truly royalty. April, that's good. Not because of anything I've done, but because of the bloodline I am now born into when I choose Jesus every day and receive him. You know, it's one thing to put your eyes on him. It's another, you got to exercise or some people now say flex. I flex that, <laughs> but you know, you it's, it's a two way. It's building because, your spiritual muscle. Yes. So when I choose him and I've received him as my Lord and savior, I am now, and a lot of people say I'm born again right. because I came into this world with just natural ability. But when I am truly my second birth is when I am all in for Christ Yeah, and accept that I'm nothing without him. Then I can say, I have the royalty or I have the bloodline and I have the authority to move that. To command. Not because of who I am, but because of who's in me. He's talking, he's using you right now, talking to me, because when I tell you, he told me that on Monday. You're over here like, I I just don't know how to tell you that, Lord. You're like, no, you're not telling him. You're telling that project or that decision or that challenge. You're not keeping me up anymore at night. It is it is well within my soul because he's already paved the way. Now get 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 on out of here or get up and get right. That's oh so good because whenever I was reading that gospel and he said, "Hey, I'm talking to you right now. Command your mountain to move." Uh-huh. And I sat there and I'm like, "Okay, I hear and you." And what? Truly and, and look, in that moment I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to do that." And then for days now, I'm like, <laughs> Lee, that's only been two days. I know. You, you're being hard on yourself. But it's all I've been thinking about. Yeah. I keep, he keeps tapping on me saying, hey, go command that mountain. Truly. I've thought about it at night. I've thought about it during the day. I've thought about how I'm going to do it, when I'm going to do it. Let me and tell you how powerful, and this is kind of funny. I'm about to really be vulnerable with come you. Come on. But let me tell you how powerful your words are in Jesus' name. So Joyce, Mama Joyce taught me this. 
And I've really been focusing on it the last 10 days because y'all know the enemy wants to bust us up, especially as we get close to these holidays. We want to honor Jesus and he's after us. So this is so simple. This is something so tangible that we can do. The minute your eyes wake up in the morning, you say out loud, stinky breath and all, something (laughs) good is going to happen to me today. Yes. No force is coming against me in Jesus' name. Something good is going to happen through me today. So good. Because I am a child of the one true king. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's all you could say. Now, if y'all want to keep saying stuff, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just giving you the starter here. That's it. It can be that simple. <laughs> that's your sourdough is starter. Is my point. Right. So the other day, I um, was teaching a class which was at 9.15. So I had done audibly said these words at 5.30 at a.m., right? Yeah. Gone on about my day. Immediately when you say that, you receive a peace you that do. you cannot explain. And so I am teaching a class, and I am not kidding. This man comes and knocks on my door of the studio. And then I didn't realize the door was open because I'd let a couple of late people in and he, and he's waving at me and he's not, and he's kind (laughs) of, you need to come over here, la girl. He's an older man. And he has on some outfit, like with a pipeline. And he's like, I am here to turn off the electricity. No, you're not. (laughs) Because, and I was like, oh, I'm going to need 10 minutes. I'm almost done. And he goes, I, like I said, I am here to turn off the electricity because we are putting some kind of fiber or something down here. Yeah. yeah. And I said, and I got real quiet and that was not my natural. That's, I know that was the Holy Spirit because my natural flesh would have been like, I'm about to punch you. Okay. <laughs> you done walked up into my place of business. Get out. As I am carrying on over here. Can't you see all of us choosing health? <laughs> That's the devil. <laughs> and I said, would you please, would you please just give me five minutes? Immediately, the look on his face shifted. He start he, he turned two colors. He lightened up, and he started grinning, and he said, "Absolutely." Now, y'all, that is a small little example, okay? But if I don't equip and arm myself right. with that proclamation in Christ's name, I am not good for me, and I'm not good for anybody else. But when you have that type of mindset, you see Jesus working in everything that happens throughout your whole day. It's not coincidence. It's not luck. Uh, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And that's what that was. And then I heard days later that he'd been up and down the shopping center and all the owners were, their feathers were up because he'd been so mean. Oh no. And you're killing him with kindness. But you know he what I mean? offered like... a class pass too. Huh? <laughs> I don't think he ever wants to come back up into my hot box. But my point is, is like, if we are intentional on claiming what we, what someone died to give us, yes. it's like going around hungry all the time. And you know that your mom has a full kitchen. She's got a pot roast on the stove, but you won't go in and partake. Right. Ugh, I'm going to command the mountain. Get on that mountain, girl. He's look. He's been very clear. Command the mountain to move. He has, and it, and he keeps coming back and saying, "I'm waiting." Command the mountain to move. Okay, so we. I'm not going to get into this, but that means the anointing is there. Yeah, but he doesn't keep the anointing on things forever. Okay, all right, all right. We got to end this podcast so I can go do some commanding. There you go. Oh my gosh! So that's what we're doing when we're really not always <laughs> recording. <laughs> 
I love it. I love, I love it. it. So y'all, season two is yes! coming soon. You're going to love it. I mean, I, I'm biased. But I think you're going to love it. Oh, no. You're going to love it. It's okay to be biased, but we've got great guests coming on board. We have great expectations. We've got some surprises in store for you. The topics are good. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And we're like, we're working hard behind the scenes. You keep following along on social media to see what us, you know, gals are up to. And then we will see you fresh in January. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Punchbowl Diaries Podcast. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe and leave us a good review. Also, sharing is caring. So please share your favorite episode with a friend. See y'all next week. Bye.